Alright guys, we're going to start a new episode of MC Anime, and I also got a fellow co-host with me today. Say hi. Hello guys. So what's your name? Oh uh, yes, it's Rora Noah Kemi, or Kemi for short. Alright. Uh, how you doing? Uh, we're pretty good. We are doing something on the spur of the moment. So... With this, we're going to do, we're going to test how well does Chemist know his Yu-Gi-Oh! trivia. <laughs> That's what we're doing today. And if anyone that doesn't know what Yu-Gi-Oh! is, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a trading card game based off the manga and anime related to the same name. Mongers go into battle, you got attack defense, spells and traps to support the monsters Main goal is to reduce your opponent's life points to zero. Other ways to win, deck out, uh, burning, and uh, also alternate win conditions like Exodia Obliviate. Very famous instant win effect that's from the old first season. And yeah, that's kind of the just what the card game is in the technical term. Now the, t the card game is totally separate what it is now but the show is what we're going to focus on. So is there anything else you want to add to that? Um, no. I'm, I, no, not really. I'm ready. Okay. So how well does Chemist knows his Yu-Gi-Oh! trivia? Okay, first <laughs> question. Um, how many life points was Levo left when Yugi activated Mirror Force during their duel? Oh, uh, wait, um, I'm repeating the question again? How much life points did Levo have left after Yu-Gi-Oh, after Yugi activated Mirror Force during the duel? So how much life points did Levo have after Yugi activated Mirror Force? Yes. Uh, trying to remember. Uh, oh, wow, okay. Uh, that kind of caught me off guard. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, boy, that's a very, very tough question. Well, oh, if you want to know, Dolus Kingdom... During this time, Mirror Force actually inflicted damage to the target based on the difference of the attack between the monster who triggered it. Oh, really? This is Dolor's Kingdom, so the rules of cards were totally different. So it was actually Mirror Force, similar to like a, uh, like one of the storming Mirror Forces and stuff that actually burn you. I think that's what it. One that that variant came from. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, I didn't remember when Weevil against Weevil, but I remember it happened against Pegasus. And yes. They yeah, but in Doris the Kingdom, that was the ruling of Mirror Force at the time. And Mirror Force, if everyone knows, if you make an attack basically activate mirror force all monsters on the field in attack position are destroyed 
That's literally what we call a battle trap, which is infamous because, well, for a long time, to get rid of monsters, you basically relied on a back row at that time. Mm, I see. So, what do you think of Mirror Force today in today's standards? Very slow? Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but, like, well, I, but there is more powerful versions of Mirror Force now. So, oh, yes, that's correct. That is correct. Like, Storming and Drawing Mirror Force. And I feel like they're, they're good new support. Like, for example, um, not to spoil for those who didn't watch the series, but for the people who didn't see the, the you know, the Seal of War Calco series, yeah. um, and where they have the three legendary dragons. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, one of the Kaiba's dragons. Uh, I forgot its name. You mean talk about Tywent? Tywent Dragon? Uh, that actually was basically a fusion material with Mirror Force? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's correct, yeah. yeah. They've been making support for that lately, actually. They're, uh, funny enough. Yeah, uh, that's kind of interesting. But they the just got Valentine's? new support that's now... A dragon can now fuse... Now, is, now polymerization for Dark Magician and... Basically, that dragon... For Red Eyes Dragoon, it's really weird. Um, but, well, I'm gonna get to that uh, to that later. But if that's from your point, it's slow. I say it is really slow because traps in general they're really, really, really slow. Okay. Game. Well, that's actually yeah. a nice segue to the next question. Um, huh? So you know how Dark Magician is is the Ace Monster, right? Yeah. Well, what is the common trend? Of all the Ace Monsters in the series. Uh, which series? Of all Yu-Gi-Oh! series. All the main monsters they have. What's a common trend? A common trend? Yes. You uh, look back at every Ace Monster of every main character. What do they have in common? Uh, let's see... Well, mm. well, for trend noise, huh? You want me to tell you? Oh, uh, well, hold on. At least let me think. Um. All right, you got ten seconds. Come on, you should know. Okay, this. so uh, okay, so as a signature card or ace card. It's kind of like mostly associated with a duelist and tends to be used okay. in the majority of their duels. Well, that's a good as, answer. That's a good answer. The common trend as, among these monsters, they all have 2,500 attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I love... <laughs> you tricked me. I didn't trick you. You're the, oh. one, you're the one that didn't think about it. Uh, how well, you right. know your twins and how you know your Yu-Gi-Oh. I know, no, some of them were level seven. Yeah, they're all level sevens too. Okay. Well, except for except for Utopia. Utopia is an Xyz monster. Okay. So pulling in Firewall Dragon. So we when Yugi faced Mako, the ocean user. Yeah. Which card had, was made in the inspiration of that battle? Um, like, Destroy the Moon or something like that? Yes. Destroy the Moon was actually made 
when Yugi illegally attacked the moon to get rid of the, the attack boost and destroy all monsters? Oh, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that question. I knew, yeah, I knew that. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going back to uh, Merrick's family. They were important in the days of Pharaoh. What was their occupation? Um, they were like, mm, they were like servants to the pharaoh. Okay, but what was their occupation? I think, oh yeah, they also like guard, they guard the grave. The, okay, the, okay, the, I can uh, give you that to you. They were tomb keepers. <laughs> they safeguarded the tomb and made sure the Millennium Items were safe and all that stuff. Yeah, and eventually Merrick got evil and, yeah, went against it. Well, during this time, Summon's Skull might have been the most famous one tribute monster, but what was the downfall if it made it to defense? What's, what was its defense? Its descent? No, if it, if it went to defense by a card effect, what was the defense of the monster? It had 2,500 attack, but if it went to defense, what did it have? Summon Skull. Uh um, it had like, I'm trying to remember. Someone's skull had like 1200 defense? Yes, it did. Yeah. Alright. So, fusion monsters. Yes. Which. How do you go negative one, negative two, or negative three when you use a fusion spell? Uh, so you're asking, you're basically how much neg you're going for for fusion yes. summoning? Negative one, negative two, or negative three? Uh, well, I guess, uh, I guess depends, I guess three cards, because you're using your fusion spell, and you gotta lose at least two monsters for fusion summon. On resolution of when you activate polymerization, you go you end up with negative two because you use a spell on two materials and then you summon the monster with the, with the spell. So you get a monster on the field after that exchange. So you go negative two. Uh, I see. Because okay. <laughs> card advantage and monsters on the field outweigh the negative side. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Oh boy. Let's see. Alright. So. Ooh, so Dark Magician becomes, what does Dark Magician do when it becomes, when you use Time Wizard to spend time for a thousand years? Um. Time Wizard spends, time wizard. Its, spends time, Dark Magician's on the field, 
Which monster? Uh, Dark Sage. Yes, Dark Sage. For anyone that doesn't know that, Dark Sage is really hard to pull off in the actual card game. Um, Man, yeah, it doesn't have a good effect either. <laughs> well, sort of. Um, oh, wow. Unless you get support, then yeah. Yeah. Could... Okay. So when Dueling May, Joey uh, plays Tiger Axe, a f fairly powerful monster with 1300 attack. Though both Tiger Axe and Harpy Lady receive a field boost to make them equal in strength, 1690, which is the attack value. Why did the Harpy's Lady destroy Tiger Axe without taking any damage herself? Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Land monsters have a disadvantage to flying monsters. Oh, that's right. Typing. Yeah, <laughs> Which typing uh, is not even a, a thing anymore. Typing in, yeah. is uh, it's not Pokemon. It's irrelevant. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I forgot typing. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh -huh. Let's see. All right. So this card is known for a very level 8 vanilla monster that basically was infamous with a spell summoning a method. Uh, what? <laughs> a level 8 vanilla monster that you can use a lot, known for its summoning method or similar to polymerization. I know who you're talking about. The Black Luster Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could have just said Ritual Summon. Know what I mean? <laughs> Why? I didn't throw you off. Yeah, uh, well, we almost did. I was like, wait. Uh, yeah, Ritual Summoning. <laughs> oh. So, we have a p particular archetype in which it copies similar names of other monsters but need a field spell on field to activate an attack. Uh, those are Toon Monsters. Yes, and what's so famous about the Toon Monsters again? Uh? And what's so famous about the Toon Monsters? What's famous about them? Yeah. What gave Yugi such a hard time with them? Um, well, because, like, in order to destroy a, uh, you know, a Toon Monster, you got to have another Toon Monster that battles it. Yep. And like, and it was a, a really hard advantage because Pegasus is the only person in the world who has the Tunda. Yep. So, but what Yugi remembers is that there's a weakness to it is mm. just to remove Tune Wall. And with Tune gotcha. Wall removed, then yeah, Pegasus loses the duel. Okay. Yeah. Here's a really another duel. During Yugi's duel with Kaiba, what card combination did Yugi use to weaken the Blue Eyes' <laughs> ultimate dragon? 
This is uh, the on that weekend bit. Yeah, weakened blue eyes ultimate dragon. Made made its attack decrease every single time, every turn. It cannot attack. Oh, I don't remember that one. <laughs> Sorry. He used polymerization with living arrow and mammoth graveyard. Really? Huh. Which is an illegal fusion summon of that card. Because both monsters are light and dark, respectively, they couldn't properly combine. Mammoth called Blue Eyes to decay and lose an astounding 1200 attack points every turn. Living Arrow is in a real card. Just imagine what you could do with something like that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, we go to an archetype that is very formidable on the ban list, and one of its effects was called, on summon, it would search out a monster. It was what? This was a second gen archetype in which a normal summon actually gave you a really powerful combo that today is like really powerful um, and they've been notorious on the ban list ban limit semi limit uh, limited all the all of it which archetype it spell, we took it was a spell card right no this was a monster this is an oh. archetype and one of its best archetype uh, card on normal summon or special summon add one copy of that archetype to your hand and it's literally the all of the combo of the archetype. That one card gets you like plus three advantage. Um, that card sounds unfamiliar to me. Okay. Respectively, there's like four subcategories of the of the archetype. Mm. Four subcategories based on comics. Comics? Yes. Uh, we're moving into another uh, series. Okay. Yes. Uh, Elemental Heroes? Yes, Elemental Heroes. Oh, I was going to say, okay, so we're moving on to GX now. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's Stratos. Yes. <laughs> Well, now it's at three because, well, Heroes doesn't yeah. do anything, so. Well, Hero lives and all reinforcement of the army. Yeah. Well, actually, reinforcement of the army was limited because of the cross, actually. Oh, yeah, there was no, yeah, they had no restriction. It was just at level four lower warriors. Okay. So. Throughout GX, they else, they used it as well, but. If you had a non-ordinary card disadvantage, where would you go if you lose? What do you mean? If oh, you lost, you where would you go? Um, there wasn't a shadow run at the time. Um, hmm. NGX, where would you go if if your uh you had a really 
special match where if you lost, what will you do? Mm, I think your soul gets taken away. Okay. That's in the realm. Um, but they did have Shadow Games in GX, actually. So you did get a Shadow Realm. It's just a different version. It wasn't as a main focus as the first season of Duel Monsters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Here's a monster. It can absorb one monster on the field. And as a result, monsters in attack position... Monsters on the field cannot change their battle positions. What am I referring to? Take a monster, and they can't change battle positions, and they can't attack. Ah, uh, so he cannot change battle position. Hmm. And you also have you go negative two in the card advance to summon the monster. Similar to Polly. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think here. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Relinquish. Relinquish. Oh, that's <laughs> Okay, that's an old effect. Come on, he's threw me off. That, that, hey. You should, you should know your effects by now, buddy boy. Okay. We're going to name three cards. And they all been hitting the ban list for anti-backlow. Okay. So, um... So, we have a trap form that destroys two cards in the field. What's that retrain of that card? What was the first version of of the trap card to pop two cards on the field? Uh, heavy storm duster. Yes, that's the card. What's the what was that? Why? What was the main card before that card was printed? What was the card before uh, it? Huh? Uh, what was no, the? It was a spell card. No, yes. Hmm? Yes. Yeah, it was a spell. A hard, it was like heavy, heavy storm. Heavy Storm, yes. Mm -hmm. So we have this three train of a slightly banned card, but it's it's basically we turn all set cards to the back to the hand. Returns all cards to the hand. We called all set cards to the hand. Ah, Trunade and Hey Trunade. What's the name of the banned card? Trunate. No, Giant Trunate. Oh, yeah, 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 Giant Trunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, it was close. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I has one, one last one. Um, if you activate this card, it was a floodgate until the next turn for spells and traps. They cannot activate. Uh, repeat the question again. 
this retrain, you have to use it during your main phase, but no one, after you resolve it, no one can normal summon or special summon monsters. But it's a retrain for monsters, but the retrain was originally for back row. Mm, yeah, I don't remember. Heat wave. Ah, uh, heat wave. Yes, heat wave restricts normal summons or special summons the next after the next after you resolve this card until the end of your opponent's turn. And cold wave was the card that was banned. For being too powerful against back row decks. You push for game and cut off the entire back row for the turn. And the next turn. Mm. So yes, Heat Wave is a, a retrain that's worse to play that doesn't see the same advantage as Cold Wave. I see. Let's see, let's see. Alright, so what is the name of the summoning methods in order? Huh? What is the name of the summoning methods in order in which we see it in the anime? Uh, hold on, I think it might cut out. Repeat. What is the summoning methods in order in which we've seen in the anime from first to last? Oh, okay, easy. So there's um, normal set, uh, tribute summoning, ritual summoning, fusion summoning, synchro summoning, XZ summoning, pendulum summoning, uh, and, and link summoning. Okay. So what came? What did we see first? Ritual summoning or fusion summoning in the anime? Huh? What did we see first? Ritual summoning or fusion summoning? Uh, we saw ritual summoning first, I believe. Yes, we did. What? Why did Kaiba have such an advantage in his deck that no one else had access to? Why well, he never had an advantage? What did he have that people thought? What monsters did he have that other people didn't? Mm. Monsters of rare. One uh, yeah, he, has, he does. Yeah, he does get rare cards. He does have. Really What's the rarest cards. card he has? The blue eyes white dragon. Yes. All right. So, we're gonna uh, access. Different board wipes, and I'm going to say, based on the description, you had to guess the board wipe. Okay? Okay. 
This card cannot be normal summon or set, must be special summoned from your hand by banishing all light monsters from your field and graveyard. This card's attack becomes the number of a monsters banished for a special summon. When this card is special summoned, send all other face up monsters on the field to the graveyard. Which card am I referring to? So it's a monster that has to be summoned by banishing all light monsters in the graveyard? Yes. No wood and darks, just light? Just light. All light machine monsters. All light machine? Yes. Do you know? Cyber El Tanyan? Yes. Yeah, it's a Cyber Dragon Monster. This card can either shuffle everything back on the field to the deck, anything in the graveyard, or shuffle all spells and traps back into the deck. Which monster am I referring to? Um, it goes negative two in card advantage. You need a spell with it. I don't, I'm not sure. Rainbow Neos. Oh, Rainbow Neos. Yes. yes. I remember. <laughs> so, for the, this card, what is the retrain of Raigeki? Um, Raigeki. Oh, no, no, um, well... Mm. Retrain like which board like, wipe? It, which uh board wipe that's similar to Wagaki? That's a retrain. Oh, lightning storm. No, even before that. Um, you had to discard Raigeki. a card on the field to destroy monsters. Yeah, I know. Uh, Wagaki bottle. Wait, 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 wait! No, no, no! Lightning vortex. Lightning vortex. Yes, lightning vortex. And what's the difference between Raigeki and Lightning Vortex? So, Lightning Vortex, you have to discard a card. And there's another difference. Destroys all attack position monsters only? No, face all face-up monsters. Raigeki can... Face down or face up. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's right. This is another DM staple, still very heavily used today. A, mo a monster is summoned. It has an uh, activated effect. If it's summoned, all monsters are destroyed. So, like on summon, it's a spell speed two effect. It's a spell speed one effect. When a monster is summoned, you destroy all monsters on the field. Spell speed one. To win to a tribute. Oh, to a tribute. Oh, okay. <laughs> and what's huh? what's this, what's this, what's a card that's similar to to win to a tribute that can also destroy all monsters on the field? 
No, that destroys all monsters. Another trap card that destroys all monsters. Needle ceiling. Four more monsters on the field. Destroy them. Ah, oh, needle ceiling. That's right. <laughs> Another DM staple that's very infamous. Uh, yeah, I got that one. No. Okay. So, how many signers do we have? In the Synchro era Yu Gi Oh! show. Okay, what about it? How many signers do we have in the show? Five? Yes. And what. And all the signers come together, which dragon is formed? Oh, that's easy. It's Ultima Azulka. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. So, if you have evil signers, what is those, the counterpart to the signers called? Uh, the Earthbound Immortal Monsters? The Earthbound Immortals, but who, if you have the signers, what is their counterpart that's evil called? The group. The Dark Signers. The Dark Signers. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah. Let's see. So, we're going to describe a particular card, and you have to guess it. Okay. These are two cards that are used to special summon a monster from the deck for free. Okay? Mm-hmm. One deals with levels, and one deals with tributing a monster. Can you tell me which cards they are? It's a spell card? Both of spell cards, yes. And they're very oh, infamous to be used in, like, inforoids to mill a bunch of cards to the deck. Oh. Do you know what so, I'm talking about? Sort of. Um. One deals with declaring a level, and then special summoning oh. that level. And then another one is tributing a monster in the field and special summoning a monster in... And uh, I know what you're talking about. Reasoning and Monster Gate. And what's so impactful about reasoning, for example? Um, because, like, you're sending cards from the top of your deck to the graveyard, and so, and it, like, it summons any monster, mm -hmm. unless the monster that you, you sent was the exact number you called. Okay. Um, not bad, not bad. So, can you actually name all the archetypes that have, that are actually depicted as gods in the anime series? Um, hmm, 
the Sacred Beast, for example. Okay, Sacred Beast is one. We got some more. Can you name three out of the five? Hmm. Well, obviously the oh, uh, the Egyptian gods by themselves, obviously. Uh huh. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's all. I, yeah, I'm not sure if there is more actually. We also got uh, the Wicked Gods, which is our copies of the Egyptian Gods, Eraser. No, Sacred Beast is another version as well, but Wicked Gods are fake Egyptian Gods. Like Wicked Eraser and all that requires the same tributes, three tributes. And then you also have, respectively, Nordic as well, which is displayed in 5Ds. Hmm. I see. So. Alright. So I'm going to read you a card. It's really, uh, stupid to summon. combine all three of the Egyptian gods, which card do you get? If you uh, combine... The yes. The, the creator. And which monster did the creator of light battle in the flashback with uh, Bakura and Yugi when they time traveled back? Zork? Yes. Alright. What are the few times in the anime in which monsters became infinite, infinite attack? Name two examples. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Monsters with infinite attack? Yes. Ah... Uh. Okay, there's one. Divine Serpent Geh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and which monster battled that again? Oh, uh like the blue eyes. It was the blue eyes, um it was the blue eyes fusion monster with Dark Magician. Right? No, that was no, that was five headed dragon that they defeated. They, they no, did, wasn't there no, fusion they did, with... No, they, no, you're talking about when the Guardian was trying to take over Kyber Court, the council. And they summoned the five-headed dragon. You talk no, about the monster... No, it's the Dragon Master... No, the Dragon Master Knight. Yeah, the Dragon Master Knight was used to defeat five-headed god dragon. Because it gained five on attack for each dragon in, on the field and graveyard. I see. 
the monster that uh, Divine Guardian Gaia was facing was the uh, special summon with the three legendary dragons. Hmm, I see. It's, it's immune to everything on the field, and once it does battle, battle calculation, it be basically becomes the highest monster on the field. It copies, so it can defeat infinite attack. Which is even harder to summon. And then also another one was Obelisk getting infinite attack as well. During one of the episodes. The Tormentor actually gained up ultimate attack. Now, I'm going to give you bad descriptions and you had to describe Describe the season, okay? Okay. Let's see. Cowabunga. We're hitting the waves. Let us fear the flow. And as a result, go into the storm. Um, repeat that. We're using the waves to our advantage. We're going with the flow. Into the storm we go. What am I referring to? Hmm. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking about the rains. Oh, they were right. going to the date of storm, get a monster, go out with the flow, and as a result, ride the waves. Ah, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we are, all the different dimensions. We will rule and summon all the monsters of all the types on the field all at once. Ah, that's Arc, arc, arc 5, or Arc V. Yes. We grew up in the Lesser District, and as a result, rose above, and now form a legendary creature. Where are we? 5Ds. Yeah. Let's see, let's see. Okay. Um. You can normal summon more than... Double summon ain't a joke anymore. You can do it five times on a turn now. Where am I referring to? Repeat the question. Double summon? Yeah, you can summon twice, but shoot, we don't need that. We can summon five times on a turn. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, um, I guess the original series? No, Rush Dueling. Oh, Rush, come on. <laughs> no, it's a, it does count because it's a new series. <laughs> oh, my God. Rush Duel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it does. It's a new season of Yu-Gi-Oh. It's not a spinoff. It's actually a new season. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you didn't get that one. Oh. We are representing where it took off from the extra deck. We are representing what inspired 
from the original extra deck, but now we have more monsters to summon with it. Uh, G, I don't know, so that's, um, Zaxel. GX. Uh, I GX, uh, They took the original extra deck and transformed it in battle. <laughs> I guess. Hmm. Here we are. We will collect them. One, one through a hundred. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no, that's Zexel. That's <laughs> Here we go. Rules are non. Uh, uh, no. Rules are not necessary. We can do as we want. Now that's the original series. <laughs> <laughs> now we we're, we're gonna do even something that you might catch you off guard. Okay. Here we go. All the gambling in the world. We're not just card games. We're any gambling, really. And we're dark, too. Gambling? Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero? Yes. Aha. <laughs> so... Which, so, with Yu-Gi-Oh, how do you feel it's implemented in your life right now? Well, I think because of Yu-Gi-Oh, um, you know, I have, it got me, like, a lot, like, the friends that I have today, and it, it's a really good hobby, and I think some people even said that it's, like, a really good, uh, it's a Japanese. It's it's supposed to become a Japanese sport, apparently. Um, and I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh as a game by itself just bring together people as friends and stuff. Mhm. Well, that's not uh, bad. So okay. So. Okay. I mean, do you want me to go in deep? Do you want me to go in deep description on why I like the game? I mean, I don't know. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. So, ooh, here's another trivia for you. I was so good. This is a card, by the way, not a season. I was so good. I was on the ban list and then taken off the ban list. But now, my effect is not optional during the standby phases. It's mandatory. Where am I referring to? The main phase? What am, I, what am I talking about? I used to be banned, and then I got off. When I got off the ban list, I had my effect changed. Now it's mandatory during each standby phase. Which card am I referring to? Um, I wouldn't know. Imperial Order. Ah, uh, Imperial Order. <laughs> Come on, you can't get that one. Oh no, because then you got me all caught up with like you know like oh like what got me into like Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, <laughs> Oh gosh. 
So, okay. So, why do you think terraforming in Metaverse and set rotation is all limited? Uh, well, first off, they don't—they all don't have restrictions. Yes, but which field spell? made it more prevalent that these field spells are broken? Uh, Mystic Mind, for example. Yes. When Mystic Mind Burn was a deck, Terraforming, Metaverse, and Set Rotation were all legal at three. When it mm -hmm. came out, they cut three different cards that all generically search the same thing to one. Now, which card is similar to uh, Metaverse, but it's actually unlimited. That can also switch out a field spell. Any field spell. And it's also a one, right? No, it's at three. It's similar to Metaverse. You don't search it. It's more like it's like it's similar to Metaverse. You don't search it. What is it? It depends on your oh. special summoning a monster. Oh, yeah. Demise of the Land. So, why do you think Demise of the Land is less powerful than, like, Metaverse? Because your opponent has to special summon a monster, technically. To, like, you know. To trigger the effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talking about cards that do the same thing. What is card... What's a card that can search any card? Oh, I wouldn't know. No, those cards that search any card. Doesn't matter the name. Whatever. What does... What card searches any card? Um, I mean, there's a... I wouldn't know either. Right, well, well, two that come to mind is Gold Sarcophagus and Different Dimension Capsule. Each are basically the same thing. Oh, okay, that's true. Banish a card and then add it to the second standby phase. I see. Now, which, um, strategy... Can use goat sarcophagus and immediately get a value of banishing a card from the deck. Do you know any strategy like that? Any archetype? No. Well, goat sarcophagus has neat interactions with cards like giant Rex, special summon it from the banish zone. Uh, we have thunders that can immediately get value by a card being banished. Malefics also being banished. And a new archetype, Thunderies. On normal mm -hmm. summon, that can add back a banished card. Come on. You didn't know that? You didn't know uh, which card benefits from banishing? Man. <laughs> Which, uh, which 
Okay, which card... The original card to Special Summon from the Graveyard. Where's the original card for that? There's like two answers. What's the what's the slower version of that card? Call of the Haunted. Okay. Okay. So now, what's a Monster Reborn-like effect that depends on having a, a Link monster on the field? Mm, I don't. I, I wouldn't know. World Legacy Secession. Ah, oh, that's right. World Legacy Succession. That's a really powerful spell card. Where does the monster we born for dragon types? If you have a dragon okay. monster, which card can you use to special summon a dragon from the graveyard? Oh, Revival of the Dragon Lords? Five of the Dragon Lords. You also have different versions. Guardian, Dragon, Support. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, because like that card specifically for Blue Eyes is so good. Yeah, and then you also have... what? The, there's also another card that can special summon a level... a uh, normal monster from the field, too. Normal monsters? Yeah, normal cry, I think. You can... S- Basically, summon a blue eyes. It's a quick play spell card. Well, I know. Uh, I mm, like Melody of the Awakening Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good card. All right, so we have a couple more minutes left. What is okay. something you want to give to the audience as perspective on Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, I'll be glad to answer that. <clears throat> oh, let me get okay. Let me get a drink of water real quick. And okay. Um. <clears throat> so, what makes me like you again in the first place? So, overall, um, I love the overall theory crafting ability that I, uh, that the game gives you with no limitations of set rotation or the mana system. Um, the fact that you can make any deck possi- possibly win by just using your own individual skill plus good luck factor. Also because Yu-Gi-Oh! gave me the ability of communicating with others, which was something I usually never done. In fact, it's because of Yu-Gi-Oh! that I am here to responding to this question. Despite the fact that community that can be toxic, most people are not toxic. Which is good. I love the overall competitive scene. I like the clan scene where when I was in, you know, in Sin, and, and now I'm in OTK, Yu-Gi-Oh! overall has competitively has always been fun. Despite the fact sometimes that the meta was full of unbreakable 10 negation boards. I love Yu-Gi-Oh! overall, planning during a duel. Knowing card knowledge, hands, sets, possibly, etc. Playing around cards, trying to predict the opponent, and trying to figure out how to really defend yourself from your opponent. I love games challenges my mind into committing to a thinking as it makes me feel more active. Um, that's just my perspective from it. True. And with you being with me, I feel like me watching the series for so long and now recently getting into it, I feel like I could have been getting into it a lot, lot, lot sooner than bef- 
than all of this. But regardless of how you when you get into it, is when you do it and interact with the game. Because the advantages that you get give with like over a hundred decks at your disposal and you can build what you want and even having like DM staples that are not banned, well some of them are not banned or limited, to all the way to new support and still seeing old cards still being relevant. Like I think set rotation ruins Pokemon for example because they are forced to buy new decks after like two to five years because the old decks are just not incompatible. Though Pokemon you can play like different generations, I still feel like set rotation in that degree limits your ability to play the cards you want and actually having any card in a 10,000 card printed database to use at your disposal. And now deck building comes really key because you have ratios, you have different cards, you have the mine on the forbidden list, you know, unlimited, it's not affected, semi-limited, only like two or three cards are usually on that list, limited because, you know, too many copies to too powerful, and then sometimes the, even copies are forbidden. I feel as it gives you a variety of cards to use at your disposal and then you have like different ways to win different archetypes that have different niche effects to activate on the field and how they play their game style fan base is pretty big considering the trading card game came after the manga and then the anime and all of that so it's one of those things that influence an entire franchise that's still ongoing. Now, Rush Dueling, I don't know how that's going to be, but I think that's the only blunder in the, in the franchise. Speed Dueling was not really a blunder for me because it's very impactful in the card pool Duel Links as well. But I am excited for Master Duel. What do you think? Yeah, I'm excited with Master Duel too. The only thing that concerns me with Master Duel mm-hmm. is like, you know, how they're gonna like put money into it, you know? Because well, like, gonna, well, I think it's gonna be like you can buy certain cards at certain rarities to have upgrade from common cards. And there's also like maybe other ways they make money off of it, but they're gonna have it for free. The TCG and OCG ten thousand card database. Yeah, that's I see. Well, closing statement for Yu-Gi-Oh! Is basically, it's a big franchise, and as a result, you know, Chemist doesn't know his trivia really well, but, you know, go to you, who can know everything, right? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you didn't know it. You got a couple right, but the majority of the time, you didn't know what the answer so obviously you want what's your closing argument? Closing argument for what? Just what we talked about. Um mm. for like um closing oh well like final comment you mean? Yes. 
I say for people who are new to Yu-Gi-Oh, um, it at first it is hard to understand it, but when you get used to the to like you know to the game mechanics and stuff, it's really quite easy. Um, I think that's all I have to say about that. Well, this wrap up the episode for us. Hope you guys have enjoyed your time and. Hopefully, Kim has made a fool of himself in the in the trivia section. Hopefully, we can make a fool of him more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all nice and last, but this concludes the third episode of MC Anime. Over and out. Say goodbye. Um, good night, everyone. All right, well, see you around the next episode when it comes out.